0: welcome back to another episode of what's new with the su the podcast brought to you by the student union here at the university of new brunswick On this episode, we'll be joined by two of our counsellors, Sean and Sangeet, to talk a little bit about their roles and their projects up for the coming month. But first, let's dive into the news. So, the last week of classes is coming up, and here at the show, we just want to give a big congratulations for everyone for getting through the semester, and good luck on your final exams. To celebrate your last week of class, we have our last class beach-themed dance party which will be going on April 13th at the sub. The doors open at 10, and the evening will be running until 1 in the morning. It'll be a wet-dry event, so if you're looking to drink, please bring your ID. Another event we have coming up is the Embrace Your Childhood event. To help de-stress before exams, come to UNBSU's Embrace Your Childhood event, where you'll be able to throw back to middle school and play some classic schoolyard games. And I heard there might be a scooter and a parachute involved. This event will be held on April 11th from 3 to 4.30 in the sub ballroom. Another thing coming up is the MHA Acts of Kindness. This coming April 3rd, you will find members of UNB's Mental Health Association outside the Hill, Head Hall, and the Student Union Building handing out exam prep kits with snacks, pencils, and little uh, resources to get you through the rest of the year. And our last piece of news here, we've got our MP Tuesday on April 11th. Come out for a chance to speak to your local MP, Jenica Atwin, at noon here at the sub. I have Sangeet and Sean. Sangeet, you want to introduce yourself and then Sean?
1: Sure. So, hey, everyone. My name is uh, Sangeet, and I'm the off-campus counselor for the Student Union.
2: Hi, everybody. My name is Sean Briggs. I am the management counselor for the Student Union uh, this academic year as well as the upcoming.
0: All right. So I'm going to ask you guys a couple questions. They're a little free ball, a little free form, we'll say. So uh, we'll go Sang Union. And how long have you been involved with us now?
1: So... I have been in the student union for two years now. So I started off as the international student counselor. And in that time, that was my first e- year coming here. I was in my second year of software engineering. And the reason I got involved with the SU was that when I came here, I found some issues and, you know, I see that, you know, we have an amazing community, but then we had small, small issues where the community wasn't connected enough. And, you know, there was a lot of underrepresented groups and stuff like that. So I wanted to get like, you know, get their voices heard. So I thought, why not? Like I take up the initiative. I step up and I saw a student union has the international student counselor position open. And I started off with that. And in that role, I learned a lot of things of how stuff works. You know, how are the people's minds, like what they know, what they don't know. So in that, I worked with um, the VPs at that time and organized the... Global Gala, the Cultural Fest and we had a um, bunch of exhibitions as well and we have a lot of amazing clubs. I discovered that we have the Persian Society, we have the Bangladeshi Society, we have the Uh, Indian society. So we have a lot of societies like this. It's just that students don't know about it So I sort of make it my goal to put it out there for the students, you know, to have a sort of Community that represents them currently now after that I am the off-campus counselor. I started the position this September Yeah, it's going on. It's almost gonna come to an end. Yeah We had a pretty great time this this issue.
0: Great answers. Love to hear it. Sean, what about you?
2: Uh, Mine isn't as nearly of a long story. I came in this year with this whole goal of doing really well in my academics, and I ended up being in the boss lounge one day, so that's the business society, and ran into an old colleague of mine, someone I grew up with back in Miramichi, where I come from, and he encouraged me to grab a director position application, which I did, and I ended up getting the job. Not long after, I realized that it's extremely fulfilling to get involved in opportunities on campus. I saw a call for the by-election and for the management counselor position, which was my faculty, and I thought it would be fitting to try it out. There you go. Interesting.
0: Different paths of how to get here, but we're both, well, I guess we're all three here, all enjoying our time with this Union, and as Sangeet said, running down, coming to a close... So uh, coming to a close, we want to talk about a little bit of accomplishments or goals. So uh, we'll talk about each counselor has to do a counselor project, and they have a theme behind it to try to like engage their constituents and try to just promote better things in the community. Sangi, what was your project this year? And tell us a little bit about it.
1: Sure. So my counselor project was the off-campus housing information and networking session with SLIC members Sean and Marie, and landlord Amit Warmani. So. My event, it had two parts, basically. The first part was an information session done by the SLIC members. So they had a presentation and we had the students come in. Basically, they talked about amazing ways to find leases, especially, you know, we know how hard the housing situation in Fredericton is. So we tell them like tips and tricks to find great housing and, you know, what to look for, what to look like, you know, what our rights are. As tenants, because many students I've seen, like I myself have seen that I've seen sometimes students living in houses without a fire alarm, and which is a hazard, you yeah. know. So, of course, these stuff. And then I see some uh, sometimes landlords asking unnecessary information from the tenants, which is they don't have to know. Right. So but then these students don't know about it, what their rights are as a tenants. So. Uh, My goal was to let them know, like, inform them of their rights as a tenant. And even I showed them resources as to where they can go if they have an issue, like the tribunal,
2: the tenant's tribunal.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I heard it was a great success.
2: So anyone who was familiar with my campaign a while back would remember the name, the Briggs Initiative, which is the name of my counselor project. My goal was to find a way to get students on campus more involved in extracurriculars and to be able to take care of all, uh, take advantage of all the resources on campus, because according to a statistic from the UMB Office of Institutional Analysis, roughly 60% of students are, quote, not at all confident that they can find these things. So that is a little bit alarming. My solution was to create a list compiled of all of the ratified groups, clubs, and societies, as well as non-ratified. I'm trying to cover an all-basis type thing here. All these... Sections would also include information about available positions coming up, available positions for next year, their events coming up, so it would be consistently updated. Because we do have a list on the Student Union website, however, it doesn't contain these things, it only has some contact information. So essentially it would be a one-stop shop for all students to go and research and look at what kind of opportunities would be best for them. Whether it's for their faculty, their year of study, time constraint, if they want to look for volunteering opportunities, work opportunities. That would help students find things that fit them better, as well as help the clubs and societies find more engaged students. So it's a win-win.
0: All right. That's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's interesting the different uh, kind of different veins of what we've got. Sean is focused more in the student life attributes of our roles here. So like trying to engage students with on-campus things. And Sangeet, you're kind of the complete opposite here where you're focusing on the home lives of students. So, like, it shows that you can get so many different things out of working for the union. And I guess, what would you tell someone if they're looking to get involved? How would you, like, tell them? What would you warn them about? Like, oh, it's going to be, they're going to be busy on Sunday night. Keep everyone locked up at Sunday nights in room 303 of the hill, or Tilly. So, yeah, I guess, what would you give some advice to someone who's looking to start to get involved with the union?
2: All right, I guess I'll go first. Um, if you're looking to get involved, first I would say check with the Briggs Initiative website. <laughs> And if you're looking to get involved in the union, it's good to know that you don't need to be on council or on executive. You can also get involved in our red shirts and our black shirts. And you can also volunteer at our volunteering events. We put out a newsletter biweekly, so be sure to check your inbox. A
0: shameless plug, Sean. I love a shameless plug. All right, Sanki, what do you think?
2: So, I mean, honestly,
1: Sean Sean has extremely good points. You know, we have a lot of other than like people think student union is just about being composed of governors. We have red shirts. We have a lot more. And all these positions offer various different roles we can play. And first, first of all, if uh, like you know, if a student is willing to get involved, I would ask them that what are their goals? Like, what what is there a problem that you want to solve, or is there like what's in your mind? And based on that, I would suggest them, okay, this you know this position seems good for you because this is what you want to do, and I would guide them to it. And of course, um, it, it's like these positions are uh, like they have some minimum requirements and i don't think you know the student union has planned it very well that you know they make sure it does not uh hinder anybody's academics uh and so that's the minimum level but then i would say like you know you can take your own initiatives and you know do as much as you can like you can if you want you can just do the bare minimum and just go by and you know you can get stuff done but i would say put your 100 percent into it you know make sure when you have that position you can make a difference you can change a student's life right you can make stuff easier for them so that you know Mm -hmm. students can look up to you and be like okay you know maybe you will be the inspiration for upcoming students you know so they will be like okay i want to be like him i want to bring positive changes to the campus and know how important student union is and what they do for the students
0: it's not to sound pompous but it's a leadership position and a certain degree of that is you have to carry yourself like a leader. All right. So we'll just keep, keep on ticking here. We're going to move around. We're moving around. It's a little chaotic. Josh Josh is our uh, cornerstone, and I'm a little bit more of the free spirit. The mm-hmm. river, we'll say. So I'm going to change up the topic again. The Fast Five. Fast Five comfort foods. I'm going to go first and take the easiest one off the board, pepperoni and cheese pizza, preferably from Jack's Pizza downtown. Sean, what is your first favorite comfort food?
2: Uh might sound a little atypical, but it would be shepherd's pie. It's just so good.
0: I nothing wrong with shepherd's pie. Did you know it's actually, is it shepherd's pie or cottage pie?
2: Uh, cottage pies with beef, right?
0: I think so, yeah. So
2: it would technically be cottage pie. I've never made it with lamb.
0: Yeah, I've, that's my fun fact. Every time anyone brings up shepherd's pie, I have to be like, oh yeah, did you know it's cottage pie actually? Anyway,
1: sorry. Sangeet, what's your favorite comfort food? My favorite comfort food probably would be the cellar's protein oh. with the uh, extra crispy chicken added on to it yes. with hot sauce.
0: Oh, that's a combination. I'm going to have to give that a best. try. Yeah. All right, all right. And then I'm going to go with my second favorite, also at the cellar, also combination. Little thing called the Fatty Fatty Friday Grilled Trees, but, but... You have to add the pulled pork. It's a dollar or $2 extra. It's amazing.
2: And you have to get the tomatoes. Uh, first, do you guys want to go to the cellar after this? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I guess I don't. I guess, well, you already said it, but Putin would be my number two. A classic. Um, I would say, let's
1: say if, if I'm busy studying in the sub or the library, Tim's, go to. Best thing. Nothing can beat that. Get a steep T-triple-triple. Triple. It'll instantly boost your mood and energy.
0: Hey, okay. This third one has to be a beverage here. It's gonna be just classic medium iced coffee. Little bit of sugar, little bit of milk. You know, not good for the lactose intolerant people like myself, but you know, we we live through it.
2: Hands down, a McDonald's Shamrock Shake. I love March.
0: I missed that one. That one was on the board and I let it slide. Oh no. You didn't have one? Oh, I had one. I I wish I took it as mine on my fast five. I love me a Shamrock Shake. This next round, let's do snacks. So we're not talking full meals, just comfort snacks.
1: A good comfort snack would be lace chips, uh, just basic, but what flavor? Oh, this is true. Barbecue, yes.
0: Okay, okay. No complaints here. Barbecue's barbecue's top three. I will say my favorite snacks, this is, I'm going to sound like a child. Fruit gushers, specifically the sour gushers, are amazing. All right, so, you know,
2: pretty good. What's your favorite snack? It's time to raise some eyebrows again. My favorite snack, hands down, is a Slim Jim. Huh. They're delicious.
1: Hey, you know, no shame here, I like it. We're here for a good time, not a long time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So for our final comfort clothing, what's the most comfortable piece of of
1: clothing? Yeah, I would say what I'm wearing right now, a massive oversized hoodie and a cargo pants. Nothing can go wrong with that.
0: I like it, I like it. I'm gonna go with a little weird one. I'm gonna try try to beat Sean to the out, like out of left field response here. I'm gonna say, hotel bathrobe specifically stolen hotel bathrobe i mean
1: borrowed hotel bathroom quick fun fact do you know they have trackers in there sometimes i've heard that i've seen that article where they have uh, trackers in these stuff and they know when you steal them like one of the
2: clips you put on the clothing at like a retail store
1: yeah it could be it could be inside the tags who knows Uh uh-oh well uh i gotta return them
0: uh, yeah, if you see a police officer outside the student union building, uh, I'm not here. Alright, oh. Sean, favorite, clo- uh, comfort clothing item?
2: Uh, you would never notice because I wear it under most of what I usually wear, but a compression shirt.
0: To finish off, nice and wholesome. Yeah. Favorite last, because I guess I can't count, that was only four, comfort activity. I'm going to start. Sitting in a hot tub is the most comfortable activity. We're really pivoting here. We're, it's a broad fast five today so number four no number five sitting in a hot tub gonna uh, add a little more preferably if it's really cold outside so you get that nice little head is cold body's warm nothing wrong with it so sitting in a hot tub number five all right sean comfort activity
2: i would have to say something similar uh sitting in a sauna
0: wet sauna or dry
1: sauna uh
2: i like the wet sauna more but uh the gym i go to only has a dry sauna unfortunately
1: ah all right Sankey. close us off here i would say my comfort activity would be a good gym session just like a decent gym session yeah there we go oh sorry for our listeners to really (laughs) (laughs) show
0: the uh alpha chad gym bro (laughs) mentality we got going in here
1: let's go (laughs) i approve all right
0: awesome thank you both so much for coming i hope you have the great rest of your evening and uh That is going to be all for this week's episode of What's New with the SU. Tune in next week to hear an interview with UNB President Paul Maserol. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at UNBSU to stay up to date. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to join us next week for What's New with the SU.